from an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, Cinco the Dog, boozing in Mexico, Jamie Casanova, and very special guest, Guy Branham. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Welcome to another episode of The Long Shot. It's a podcast. I am your host, Sean Conroy. With me today on the podcast, the human cherry on top of life's chocolate sundae, Miss <laughs> Amber Kenny is here. Hello. It feels like it's been a long time. It has been a long time. Mm-hmm. I think you haven't done an episode in like a month. It feels like it. I'm rusty. You could tell already. Yeah. It's, the show is bogged down already. Uh, <laughs> also with us tonight on the show, the human floral growth process, Mr. Jamie Photosynthesis is here. I get that a lot. <laughs> a lot of people, that's a fun fun little game. Um, I, I'm into sunlight, and uh, it uh, mixed in with chlorophyll to create plant life. <laughs> And blue-green algae. Never stop. Keep talking. And when com- science is important. <laughs> Always when you start a bit like that, don't have a destination in mind at the end. No, Just was- meander and see where it goes. Maybe you'll end up in a comedy cul-de-sac. Nothing will happen. That's nice the name work. of my new club. Comedy, comedy cul-de-sac. <laughs> Once you get in, you can't get out. Uh, all right. So, not here tonight, of course. Of course. He's on a rice retreat and colonic cleansing exercise no the bitter buddha is not here i mean Uh, i wouldn't be a hundred percent shocked no of course uh but he's not here he's performing somewhere oh Oh, he's performing at flappers Flappers (laughs) in burbank is he headlining him what's that is he headlining or just doing a show i I think think it's 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 somebody's show i hope it's in the yoohoo room Which is the shitty room at Flappers. I've still never been to It's basically a broom closet that's been turned into a second space. Uh, All right. Let's start tonight with Amber. Yes, because it's been so long. Yeah, you you have a lot to talk about. Well, I spent last week uh, in Mexico. Hola. (laughs) See, I didn't have uh, any electricity. So I got back and I had like four different emails from Jamie being like, are you coming tonight? Are you able to come? Hey, didn't hear from you. Do you hate me? Yeah, I did that too. (laughs) I thought you hated me. There's a couple of voice messages too, right? No tengo electricidad. Well, I actually got one text message from you, Sean. I accidentally turned on my phone at one point. And I was just right there waiting for you. Yeah, and I was like, awesome, that's going to be $15. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. And it was was the score of my dad's high school football team. Because Amber's dad went to the school that my high school plays in football every Thanksgiving. So I texted her when her dad's school beat my school. It's like a rivalry. In fact, it's very hard for Amber's father and I to restrain from fighting each other whenever we see each no, other. No, his, his exact reaction was, oh, he still follows that? <laughs> <laughs> I was Which I really don't, but I just got an email about it. So I was like, oh, let me f- try to do something like I care about this. I was picturing the cult playing... Playing a football game, by the way. He's retired. Meanwhile, meanwhile, when I was in high school, it was like 
my senior year, his that high school beat our high school, and we all surrounded this bell on the campus of Fordham University because the winning team is supposed to be able to ring the bell, and we were like, we're not letting those motherfuckers ring the bell. Oh it was like God. this big fight and everything. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway. And I was like, guys, we could let them ring the bell. It's not a big <laughs> it's deal. It's kind of a tradition. Yeah. They won. Uh, so you're in Mexico. So yeah, I'm in Mexico. Lots of um, salsa, lots of chips. <laughs> It was exactly like <laughs> El Torito. Um, uh, no, I was in San Felipe. My parents have a house there. That's where they're going to retire eventually. Right. And uh, it was me, my boyfriend, my parents, and their puppy, who's a six-month-old um, dog <laughs> puppy. Sure. Well, a lot of puppies are dogs. All dogs are, say- all puppies are dogs, but not all dogs are puppies. <laughs> I was going to say the breed, and then I realized I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a border What's collie. What's the dog's name? Cinco. It's so cute. Oh, my God. That dog was- Cinco, meaning five. Correct, because it was born on Cinco de Mayo. Right. Hmm. Obviously. <laughs> um, but that dog was a godsend because I don't know- If wh- there is a god. What we would have done without that puppy- because ninety five percent of our conversations were about the dog. Yeah, like, look what he's doing now. Look what he did do. Oh my god, wouldn't it be funny if he did this? That is fucked up. Why? Because why can't you just talk to each other? The dog's really cute. I don't get that. I really don't. We had no electricity. Yeah. We had no internet. We had no phones. Mm-hmm. We couldn't flush paper down the toilet. Certainly not. <laughs> what about like American Mexican relations? Was there a toilet? There was a toilet. Or was it like a But we ran out of water at one point, and we had to get another delivery of water. Mm-mm. Uh, no, so what I'm saying... No tengo agua. It was rustic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was so relaxing. I slept like 10 hours a night. All we did was like lay around and eat and drink and sleep and read. What did you drink? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Muchos bebidos. <laughs> yeah. My, my parents... My parents can drink. Un cerveza más, <laughs> I señorita. Had, I had a hard time keeping up with them. They brought. They with, love to booze, huh? Yeah, we were there probably five whole days. Mm-hmm. They brought seven bottles of wine, a bunch of beer, three bottles of vodka, two bottles of whiskey, two bottles of tequila. Good lord! And we went and got more beer at one point. This is like fucking days of <laughs> wine and roses. <laughs> And Your parents the- are Nicolas Cage and uh, what's her name from that movie? <laughs> Elizabeth Shue. Yes. Sick ref, bro. Elizabeth <laughs> <laughs> Zapato. But, um, and at one point, their good friend just showed up with a really good bottle of tequila. And oh. we just, we, they, my parents can drink. Uh, if anything, like my boyfriend and I were like, I don't know if we can hang. Huddle dinner, get in here and grab another <laughs> bottle of whiskey. But that's the thing. They didn't like drink and then swing from the like chandeliers. They would drink and then like read their book quietly. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to bed like at 830 every night. Like you kind of. By the way, that squeaking sound was our intern, <laughs> my drug dealer, Alex, who just arrived with pizza. Everything about that sentence is great. Which, by the way, <laughs> eat up, guys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so um, lots of sleeping. We kind of went to bed with the sun and woke up with the sun. And But by the end, I was itching. Like they used to do in the old country. Correct. Um, we went to town, which was 40 miles away a couple times. Whoa. And had shrimp tacos. It was hmm. stick. When we crossed the border. Oh, there's so many things I could say about this. I'm not even scratching the surface. I like how you got excited in your chair there for a second. Like you got, you're just getting warmed up, it seems like. Dude. 
It's been a while, and I'm remembering how to podcast. All right, dude. Bring it on. <laughs> Strap it in. Bring it on, Strap dude. Strap it in. <laughs> Let's go, my man. <laughs> Come so on. Let me hear it, brah. The, the, whole st- the whole trip was in jeopardy because Jeff, my boyfriend, his passport game. Hey, baby. <laughs> okay. It came the day we left. <laughs> the day. What is he, Eddie? Well, okay. Here's what happened. I need to slow down. Yes. I can talk slower. It's Are you okay. on drugs? No, I, this is my first time talking to people in like two days. By the way, side note, Jamie, your addiction to Adderall, how's that going? Speaking of drugs. Had a, had a bad episode uh, that I wasn't going to talk because, about. Because, you know, a lot, of, a lot of football players this year are being banned Someone for sent me that article. Adderall. Someone posted in the Facebook group for us that article. But Someone yeah. posted in the Facebook group for us that article. It's like Google English Translate. for me, not so easy. Good no. times when I have in Mexico. All right, Amber. So, oh, But it was wonderful. So okay, here's the deal. My parents go to Mexico a lot. Sure, they're going to retire there. Correct. And they were like, you just need your birth certificate and your driver's license. You don't need a passport. Correct. So we were under that assumption. I have a passport, so it didn't matter to me. Right. My boyfriend starts doing some research. It's it like all of the government websites are like, you definitely need a passport, mm. you you stupid piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> he checked a number of government websites. Yeah, and they were aggressive. State Department, CIA, they were, they were FBI, yeah. Border they, Patrol, Immigration. A lot of pop-up ads. Those are the worst. <laughs> Don'ts. <laughs> Jamie Flam. Um, but uh, <laughs> so he got freaked out and he's like, I'm going to go get one. We're two weeks away from the trip at this oh, point. Boy. Ticking clock. We call that a ticking clock situation. <laughs> we pay extra for it to be like rush, all that good stuff. He right. goes in, blah, blah, blah. Does that Post office. Right? Did he go to the post office? Where did he go? You know what? You're going to have to ask him. You guys are not that close. <laughs> but uh, so... I'm getting freaked out because it might come, it might not come, and I tell my parents... Love the body language. Keep you know, going. You know what? You're right. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm so weird right now. Um, so my mom's like, it's not a big deal. You just need your birth certificate and driver's she's license. She's fucking hammered out of her mind when she's saying <laughs> this. <laughs> that was tequila numero dos. I just finished two bottles of whiskey, a bottle of wine, and three books. It'll be fine. No, but she's like, they, she's like, that... In her grand hippie tradition, but like that's what the government says, but it's <laughs> fine, man. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, Hoddle Ditter, you'll get into Mexico, no problem. <laughs> no, getting into Mexico is never a problem, Sean. It's getting back to the United sure. States. Uh, so, but she's like, no, really, one of my good friends just did it with with a group of her friends and they she's just, talking about a coyote bringing people across the border <laughs> Correct. they but, just got in a truck and then two hours later they were in san diego but they um just had their driver's license and birth certificate so i was like Whew. like we're fine whether it comes or not we're fine and so i was like hey jeff we're fine you just need your birth certificate and he's like about that the passport office took my birth certificate for processing so it was like, okay, we need it to come. I like how you guys talk to each other that he would go, about that. <laughs> like an old-timey, like Abbott and Costello kind of thing. Uh, let me finish. <laughs> We're a lot of fun to hang out with. Yes. <laughs> so what happened? Um, so he was like, what are our options? And I'm like, I said, our options are A. I, Don't go. We have a birthday miracle. B, it- stay home. <laughs> C. I don't understand C, options. A and B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
we it's a birthday miracle it comes we go it's amazing two we go so you had option a and then option two (laughs) that's like a classic my dad joke right now um guess what Luke, I'm your father. No. That would be a <laughs> bombshell. Uh, so, two. <laughs> um, we go. We take our chances. If they give us any hassle, we make your roommate, Dave Ross, drive down to the border with your passport. Mm-hmm. And Or three, you don't go. And he was like, yeah. I pro- and then sad music played. Mm-hmm. But it came, and everything was great. And it was his first time going to Mexico, and... Uh, when we crossed the border, I was like, see how there's, like, buildings and electricity and, and telephone wires? And he's like, yeah. I was like, means we're not close. <laughs> we, are, we are going to the rural part yes. of Mexico. Literally dirt roads. and So uh, no trouble with, like, Montezuma's Revenge or any of that kind of thing? No. No, no, no. no. That's good. Uh, you didn't see any ruins. No ruins. We did go to some natural hot springs. <laughs> and when we, we got there, there was a family from Minnesota there. And Jeff... It's really funny if you know Jeff. He's very, very white and from the Midwest. Mm. When he sees that group from Minnesota, he says, effing gringos, man. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Jeff. (laughs) Know your place, Hoddle Dinner. Now, was it a naked hot springs? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) That would be uncomfortable with my parents and my boyfriend. (laughs) It's all cool, man. It's just a body. Uh, no, because I went to the hot springs in Colorado once, and uh-huh. it was naked optional. Mm-hmm. I opted out. I got into the hot springs. You wore your old timey one piece bathing suit and twirled my mustachio. <laughs> uh, no, I got into the hot springs with my uh, with my girlfriend at the time. Who, Hello, who opted half naked like she was how did she do clothed that? from the waist down oh i was picturing like no 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 like a, like a star trek <laughs> yeah. thing yeah from no. the waist up <laughs> but so we're sitting there and it's like this little it's not a it's it's natural but it's like the size of a hot tub right mm-hmm. in climbs a man who has chosen the fully nude option i think i know where this is going. well i'm just saying he could have used a little trim it was like the wide sargasso sea in there you know it was just <laughs> horrific Horrific amounts of pubic hair. All right. Anyway, what's let's... This, uh, what's the sea about? <laughs> the sea of pubic hair. Uh, but it was it was a wonderful trip mm-hmm. and so relaxing. And I, I'm not even like describing it yeah. even close to how good it was. But it was also nice... A lot of nice, talk about the dog. It was also nice to be back in Los Angeles. Look at Cinco. Look at Cinco. Look at Cinco. Oh, my God. Cinco, he's so cute. Literally all the pictures I took while I was in Mexico are just of Cinco's like close-up face like there's no that like no even hint that I'm in Mexico it's I just guess I just face. haven't like I, I'm not against dogs but I don't I'm not that like I, okay I, look, Sean, I'm, I'm, can I tell I'm, you some stories because maybe you'll get it yeah okay uh, there's a bush outside the patio of my parents house that's a good that's a good beginning of a song you know <laughs> there's a bush outside the patio like away you go I suppose um, <laughs> And like day four, we realized Cinco had made it his clubhouse, and and in the bush there was like three bones, a shell, some feathers. No girls allowed sign. Yeah, it was was so cute. I'm not on board with that. Were there other members of the club? There was all these fish heads that we wouldn't let him eat, so we'd sneak them and put them in his clubhouse. Mm -hmm. We went clamming. We went. We just walked outside and dug up clams, and then we cooked them and we ate them, Sean. 
that's not so that's not, mad at you for some reason. That's not <laughs> helping me like the dog anymore. You know, the dog was good at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, saw, he's he is a clam dog. I saw octopuses. Bye. Okay, in the We're, water. Um, in with the clams, like in the kind of when the tide goes out. Tidal pools. Not even, just like muddy water under rocks. I love muddy waters. Great blues, sure. man. Never mind. Uh, Jamie. Yep. What's been going on with you? Whirlwind. Come on. Okay. <laughs> what's going on with you, Sean? <laughs> Not into that. Go ahead. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm into girls. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Jamie Clam from- choosing our show to come out as a heterosexual man. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie, for standing up for your kind. I, I love... Wait, from my what? Your kind. I think I said my cunt. I'm like, that doesn't make sense at all. Luckily, I did not say that. <laughs> I'm glad. Okay. I'm going to edit that out. It'll be the first edit in the history of this podcast. Okay. I like girls. And um, as I've talked about on this podcast before, um, you know, I don't, I don't see all that many of them, I, like, romantically. At least the last two and a half years, there's not been a lot of dates. the best day of my life. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're doing that congressional hearing I know, thing yeah. again. I don't know why. There's no reason. Um, now, you say that you enjoy the company of women, frequently. and yet at the same time, you don't pursue them romantically on a regular basis. What? Just talk. Okay, yeah. just talk. So, yeah, anyway, I, um, you know, I haven't dated a lot in the last couple of years. Um, well, but... Because, you know, mostly I was living with my parents and my grandma for a while. That didn't make it easy. Um, but in the last six Let's months... Let's go back to her place. That was always there's a, a mental block with all that. Mm. Whenever I meet someone, I'm like, at some point, I'm gonna have to fucking tell them that I live in Granada Hills. What's going on? <laughs> there a ghost? Is something like... shaking. That's horrid. Okay. <laughs> um, so like last July, I was uh, in a Trader Joe's. He's checking in. It's about last July. <laughs> it, all, it all leads to something. Last July, I was scraping in... the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I was in a Trader Joe's. Remember April Fool's Day last year? I got a good one on my friend. I put a rubber band around the little thing on the sink. So when I, when he turned the sink on, it squirted him in the crotch. It was great. That's all that I got going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trader Joe's, July 2012. Boxing, Joe's day, Boxing day last year was great. <laughs> Same prank, different friend. <laughs> Works every time. Okay. What Trader Joe's are we talking about? It's um, like I know a lot of Trader Joe's. Highland Park. Oh, is it easy to park at Eagle that Rock. Trader Joe's? Never is. It's no. part of their business model. Although it's <laughs> not the worst. <laughs> um, but I was in there getting July. This is July. This is the it's end hot of July. out. Yeah, it's hot out. <laughs> I'm just setting the scene. It's summertime. People are a little sweaty. Maybe you're wearing some shorts. Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> a little sunblock. Do you have your jorts on. <laughs> and your jorts. Crocs. Were you wearing mm-hmm. Crocs with mm-hmm. socks? Crocs and socks? Definitely sunglasses. Before I left my house, the calendar was on the month July. (laughs) The calendar was on the month July. Not the day, because there are no days on the calendar. (laughs) Go ahead. But I go to Trader Joe's. I was going to a barbecue, and I was going to get some beers and bring them over. And while I'm checking out, I see this girl. and You start checking out while you're checking out. Yeah. Amber Kenny, everybody. Amber (laughs) Kenny. Master wordsmith. (laughs) I was like, that's an attractive gal. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a time traveler? I don't know why I put that effect on it. Um, 
But no, you know, I saw a cute girl, and I was like, God, she's cute. Let's let's get into it. What does she look like? That's um, a sweet piece of tail over there. Okay. <laughs> That's disgusting. But yeah. Um, I should try to hit that. I don't like where this is going. I don't either. <laughs> what does she look like? Um, you know, a, a cute brown-haired girl, <laughs> brown eyes, some shorts, and a shirt. Okay. Wait, hold on. A couple of legs. Short, did you say shorts and a shirt? A couple of hands. I am semi-erect right now. <laughs> also, I know who you're talking about. All right, <laughs> uh, listen, do not say anything, okay? <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> shorts and a shirt, I definitely know who that is. <laughs> In July? In July. In July, okay. And rarely, I, I will actually, you know, uh, make a move or try to say hello. Do you remember what she was getting? I don't. She was like three lanes over. Mm. But I made a. How move. would you make a move in that situation? Well, here's what I told myself. Excuse I, me. <laughs> I see you buying some butter. <laughs> um, what a <the> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> nice shorts. <laughs> no, I, I told myself if we check out at the same time and we're both like kind of leaving. Kismet. Yes, and I have to say something. And it turned out that we both checked out at the same time. And um, so like I'm walking behind her out the doors. I'm like, fuck, I, got, I, I, I made a deal with myself. I have to stick to it. We're walking through the parking lot. Oh, man, keep going. <laughs> and we're walking and we're walking. I'm like, fuck. And I actually... Still walking. Still walking <laughs> at this point. It's July. It's a big parking lot. <laughs> it's, it's a still hard surprisingly big... Which of us is going to stop walking <laughs> first? And she stops to go towards her Oh, car. yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> the classic move. I know what that means. I then proceed to like turn my feet. Hold, hold on. <laughs> you do, you, do you have a do you have a cart or are you just carrying a bag right just now? Just carrying a bag. Your own bag or a bag that you got at the store? At the store. Oh, that's like not like you're not environmentally friendly. Yeah, that's too bad, Jamie. Think about your carbon footprint. All right. So what happens next? Um your last we left you, you were turning <laughs> you're your feet. Turning your feet. <laughs> Speaking of footprints, suddenly there are some that so are my, turned. My feet are turning. <laughs> so you're doing some ballet. And I'm like, I, I guess this has happened. I'm going to go She's up to She's opening her. her door. Before she's even hit the door. Oh, yeah. But then I, within a second, made, no. and I'm like, no. And then turn my foot. So you did a double turn. <laughs> so I did a double turn. And then. You pivot stepped. And then beeline to my car. Oh, no. And I didn't say anything. And I beat myself up because, like, the opportunity was there. All right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. <laughs> that can't be the end of the story, Jamie. Is that not the end of the story? It's not the end of the story. Oh, my God. So. So good. It's like days of our lives. Yes. I've never seen that. As I've mentioned, I'm, I'm on <laughs> OkCupid, which is a dating site. You're on OkCupid. I'm on OkCupid. But I very rarely, I mean, I, I'd spend in order Plenty of fish? Of, Are you on plenty of fish? No. I signed up for it at one point. I, I, I never. What about, uh, I wish I could think of another one. I can't. Go ahead. Match. J-date. Christian singles. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Um, I believe you. No. Isn't there uh, one just for like girls to meet rich guys? Which one? It's uh, like there gold, is. It's like yeah, yeah. literally called like gold diggers or right, something right. terrible. <laughs> no, I'm on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm on Oka Keep It, but I spend a lot of time on there, but I just kind of surf through girls and like favorite yeah. them. Why is that? Dude, sh- that's how, how much works. fun is it to surf through girls? I was it's not fun. Literally surfing through girls. Oh, no, no. I, I don't. I know. I don't have a surfboard. Let me, hang, <laughs> let me hang 10, baby. 
you know, I just, you know, you look through girls and then you're like, oh, that girl's cute and she has a good profile. And then, but I never actually write to people. Right. I or very rarely will write to people and then usually are they you, won't write back and they're like, oh, great, why do I do this? Are you waiting for them to contact you or is it just... No, it's just like a good way to waste a few hours a week <laughs> for the last year of my life. It's a way to f- calm down when there's a whirlwind <laughs> going on around you. It kinda, I can't it is take it anymore. Very... Let me go surf through some girls. It's, it's, it is very soothing, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird. Um... It is. It's just a good way to, you know, not think about anything. She seems attractive. I'll never meet her. <laughs> it's There's sad, another girl I'll never meet. <laughs> Ooh, look at this. We have all the same interests. Goodbye. <laughs> so I was on Okay, Keep It like a week later. Still surfing. July. Wait, we're talking about July still? Still July or early I really August? I think we're... we were going to get closer to today. We're talking about first week of August. First week of August. Okay, <laughs> okay great. Yeah. Okay, we're getting Time there. marches on. <laughs> Time marches on. And I'm, I'm, I'm surfing through these girls and... We get it. This one girl. <laughs> <laughs> we also know exactly where you're going, so just get to it. <laughs> I see. Wait, no, no, don't tell me. Let me... See if I can get one step. You saw the girl from Trader Joe's on OK Cupid. No. Okay. <laughs> Diana Ross was on OK. Why would she be on there? Did she die, by the way? Did I pick the one person that's dead? Okay. Jamie, don't let us get off track here. You're right. Yes. I saw the girl. Okay. And Shorts girl? Shorts girl. And she has... She's brown hair makes shorts. Brown hair, brown <laughs> eyes. And she has her profile. Like She's actually like really cool. Or, you know, according to how she filled out... Her okay Cupid. When you that. saw her on OK Cupid, mm-hmm. did you instinctively turn your feet? <laughs> yes. Very quickly to the right and then quickly straight forward. <laughs> Just, we're doing circles in your apartment. <laughs> He's spinning his chair around in the improv office. Oh, sorry. Not supposed to say Melrose Improv. Jamie doesn't work anywhere. Nope, never mind. Never Go mind. ahead. Um, so I sent her a note. and What'd you say in the note? I said, you know... You like Trader Joe's, baby? No. I was like, this is, I don't know if this sounds weird, but do you shop at the Trader Joe's? In, uh, See, Eagle my Rock? instinct, if I got a note like that, would be like... This guy's a fucking stalker. Oh, see, my instinct is that's a line. Everyone shops at a grocery store. Mm, yes. <laughs> you are much wiser than I am. <laughs> Thank you, Sensei. I prefer that. <laughs> um, no, in retrospect... <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, let's follow that a little bit further, because if that's your line, do you shop at Trader Joe's? It's going to work an eighth of the time at least. No. Yes. No. On uh, OK Cupid with girls that wear shorts? Okay. Okay, no, I think fair enough. You're right. I think the chances I'm, are I continue to be schooled in the ways of love. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're specific about which, which Trader Joe's, I think that... Oh, on like which days <laughs> in July? On Sundays in July? No, I, I, I said that. And in retrospect, I was like, that was really weird. Yeah. Um, so what happened? So she I, wrote back to you and she was like, yes, it's me. Right away. No. Ugh, no. Then what happened? <laughs> Time continues to march on. Oh, my God. August. Picture, just... picture the yeah. spinning newspapers going right August up to the... 10th. August 24th. <laughs> September 1st. September 11th. Yikes. September 18th. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Uh, September 25th. Good day. Um, October 1st, we'll say. I yes, get we it. will. I get an email that I've received a message in OkCupid from that You girl. got an email from OkCupid saying, you have <laughs> come see us, you have a message. Yes, that's how it works. It's a complicated Yeah, system. like can't they just 
forward the message? <laughs> Get the little okay. No, that's Cupid. what they do. Is like they have like the first three lines of the email. What do you call and... Cupid anyway? He's like an angel, right? Can't the angels at is okay Cupid cherub. just for... cherub? Yeah. I don't know if that's different. It's, it's a type of angel. I think he's it's... not an archangel. He's a cherub. Why are we fighting? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and. She's like, I, I rarely use the site, but I came across her message, and um, that was probably me. I shop at that one often, and, and you know, she said some nice things, and like what Jamie, kind of nice God things? damn it! No, 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 no. She was just a nice, like, in, like nice as in, like puppies are good, or was it like specifically I hope about you're you? having a good day? Probably, like it's nice outside. No, it was, it was, rainbows are beautiful. I love shorts. What did she say, Jamie? Um, just, you know, small talk and like, <laughs> God, it, it, it doesn't fucker. matter what right, she said. It doesn't matter what she said. Fine. Fine. <laughs> In so this specific game. Um, so, but you know, it was engaging me mm-hmm. to talk more. It wasn't just, you know, she responded and I'm Did sure. Did you wait a solid two to three months before you responded? <laughs> just to teach her a lesson. <laughs> right. I might've waited a couple days, but well, I'm really yeah. bad at playing that game of like, no, I don't wait. ever play that yeah. game. There's no need. So. I wrote back and over I need the last. You write a dating book. I just realized <laughs> that. <laughs> you want to play a game? Play Scrabble. <laughs> play cribbage with my parents. That's what I did in Mexico. In between dog conversations. <laughs> so over the last few weeks, we've been going back and forth. Oh yeah, she's very. Um... So all of October. Yeah, well, like because we're all the way in the end oh, of no, November actually, right we, now. We, actually, when I said October first, I meant, I meant November first. That changes everything. Yeah, yeah. it does. Okay, that, so last couple of weeks you're going so, back and forth. What's going on? What's it, it, happening? Just good conversation. It's, yeah. Um, you know, she's a sweet gal. <laughs> I don't know okay. why I ever say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's, a, she's, she's very nice and like... God uh, damn it. Is um, she... Does she have a profession? She works at home. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... Oh. Oh. Like some like web job. I It's like whatever. It's not interesting. <laughs> I'll be the judge that. of that. I hope she or I mean, hear yeah. that. <laughs> it's like a Jamie. I heard your podcast. <laughs> I'll let you know in three months what I want you to do. <laughs> this might be deleted one day. <laughs> um, so what's happening? So you're getting married. Congratulations! <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I wish Eddie was here. Um, so finally, after three weeks of going back and forth on, on some nice messages, um, yeah. I invited her to come check out a show. Oh yeah. At the Hollywood Improv this Saturday. This Saturday, coming up. Oh, it hasn't happened yes. yet. No. This is like, this checking in takes place in the past and in the future. Yes. Not now, <laughs> but before and later. It's but very exciting. I'm not even done yet, though. That's the crazy part. Holy God. Um, What's the show that she's coming to see? David Spade's headlining. Yeah. It's going to be a great show. And um, so, yeah, she said she'd come out. She's looking forward to it. It's a non. Uh, you know, it's like it's just a neutral kind of place. I don't know. I don't know. What do you say? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it isn't like a romantic date. Yeah, it's just like you know, like we casual. Well or, played, Jamie. Well played. played. You don't want her to think you're interested in her. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, that's clear. I don't know. Does she have to get a two drink minimum? I'm gonna make sure there's just a one drink minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> uh, the. Uh, the booker comped one of your drinks, but <laughs> you do need $7. to get something. <laughs> <laughs> but that water will be $6. <laughs> um, this guy seems really classy. I'll make sure her drinks I don't are know if I'm, like me. I don't know if I'm appropriately dressed in my sh- shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> um, so that 
is part one. Oh my god, how many parts are there? To the other the part will be made very quick. Um, so on Saturday night, I'm going to see this girl. I'm, yeah. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Um, you guys are going to watch a comedy show together. Watch a comedy show, mm-hmm. and then maybe what time's the show? At eight o'clock. So you'll have time after that. They'll go out, get something to eat, get sure. something to drink. Exactly. Lure her back to your apartment, which is very close to the improv. I don't like the word lure. <laughs> I do. Okay. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> um, so the last week, like almost every night, I found myself at the Cantor's Kibitz Room, which is a small bar. I've been there. Which I fucking love that place. Have you ever been there? Yep. Um, always a band playing. It's a weird, like, kind of local crowd, but also, it like... It feels like you're in a small town, kind of. Yeah. But you're on... Fairfax. Yeah. And I was going to say La Brea. I, love I was going to say that. Ecstasy. <laughs> um, but that's the side note. So I was there two nights ago, <laughs> having some food um, with Steve Feinarts. Um, Director of the Bitter, Bitter Buddha, Buddha documentary. Uh-huh. We're having a meal. And um, I've had he a couple gets drinks. name dropped more than anyone else on this <laughs> podcast. It's <laughs> so funny to me that his name is Fine Arts. I know. I'm still know? a little over it. <laughs> so me and Fine Arts are, are <laughs> having some food. Good old BFA. <laughs> and I've had a few drinks. He is a bachelor. <laughs> and I got a couple of drinks in me. And they seat a girl and a guy in the booth right across from us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like drunk enough where something overcame me where as soon as that guy stood up to go to the bathroom no jamie no i pop into the booth i'm like hi my name is jamie this is so cheesy but um and you're really pretty and then i really quickly just ran back to my seat and it was weird and then there was a second pass and then i darted back into the booth and i'm like um i I, this is what i always say when i'm like if you like comedy you should come to the improv Whatever oh it was, I'm, I am God. I'm the Godfather there. I will comp you a drink. You will only have to pay for one. Bring a ten dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was, I, I don't know. Just I just pretty quickly said something else, and and she's like, "Thank you. It's nice to meet you." We, we small talk for a couple minutes, and then I went back. You know, and then you know what was going on with this guy that he kept disappearing to the bathroom. Oh, and I asked, like, I don't know if this is your boyfriend. She's like, "Oh, he's my, he's my gay friend." So <laughs> Alex is. So stoked for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> stoked for nothing. Okay. So what happened? <laughs> so now you're juggling two ladies. So she's coming no, on Saturday good. night as well? Well. Oh, three's company plot oh, line. So, <laughs> so apparently when I, I drunkenly, well, so anyway, first of all, I left, didn't think anything about it. And then of course, in again, in retrospect, like, oh God, like, that was a weird thing. And, you know, I was drunkenly just, whatever. Um, but then that was two days ago. Today, I get a text from her. She's like, hey, it's uh, Hello. it's the pretty girl from. She said, "Pretty girl." Well, that because well, he I said it. I get yeah. that. Oh. She's not saying I'm pretty. She's saying you called me pretty. I don't know. By the way, I I don't know how to gauge age. Um, like I always assume any everyone check the license. But she's super young, <laughs> like oh. like twenty two. Um, but whatever. <laughs> I think that's not an issue. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But whatever. If so I said anything, I'd be <laughs> such a hypocrite. But on top of everything else. Date whoever you want. Age is just a number. It it's all about state of mind. I'm young, okay? You're right. <laughs> Jesus. And not defensive at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I instantly, I, I just feel like I'm like, fuck, I'm I think I'm blushing old. right now. You, you are. are. <laughs> you definitely are. <laughs> um, but we uh, get into your love life at some point. No, we don't. But I have my own confidence issues. And so I'm like, oh, did I... I didn't even think for a second that I would hear back. But today, she texted me, 
And she's like, hey, it's the pretty girl from Cantor's. Um, how are you doing today? You know, and then I just, you know, engaged for a few hours and back and forth. few hours? Just over the course of the day, she would text. Text flirting's fun. Oh, I see. And then um, she was asking about... She's asking about my music group because apparently she, you know, I gave her my card and she like went to my website. She's like, "What are the Spanglers and all this?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was just like, I don't know. They're great. You should come see them sometime." She's like, "Well, I'm gonna definitely take you up on your offer to see David Spade on Saturday." Oh, oh no! It is a Three's Company plot. It was line. so Three's Company, and so then I just replied quickly like, "Great" or something. Great. Humana, 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 yes. humana, humana. And yeah, long story short, Mr. it's like Ritter. Straight Wait, up, no, that's actually like the actor's name. Never John, <laughs> Mr. Roper. <laughs> Mr. Roper. Or Furley. Anyway, I have to find a way. Like, it's definitely like, okay, keep it girl gets the nod. It seems like that's been brewing longer, but I have to find a way to now communicate that you can't come on Saturday. Hey, Jamie. When it rains, it pours. Am I right? <laughs> well, I, yeah, when it rains, it you pours. You are fucked, my friend. <laughs> You just blew both of these things <laughs> by talking about them on a podcast. Yeah, that's no, public. this is not going to come out until after. Just text right. Pretty Girl and say, uh, "David Spade showed sold out. Sorry, I can't get you in. Let's hang out another time." I think that's what I'll do. But also, sh- they're both going to listen to this, and you're fucked. <laughs> well, no, this is this is part two. Now there's going to be a part three oh, yeah. next episode. So stay tuned, folks. All right, this feels like a good place to take a break. So. We'll take a break from talking about Jamie's tangled, tangled love life. This is the so best. So much love. And love maybe I'll so actually much. French someone for once. Oh, we'll, man. Ugh. <laughs> and we'll be back in a moment with a very special guest. What's up, gang? It's Jamie Flam from the world-famous Longshot Podcast with a couple of exciting things to tell you about. The first, Laughspin.com, a proud partner of the All Things Comedy Network, is having their Reader's Choice Awards, which they have every year, making it annual. And you can vote for your favorite comedian, your favorite shows, and of course your favorite podcasts. And the Longshot is honored to be one of the 78 podcasts nominated for Best Comedy Podcast 2012. So go ahead and vote for us in that amazing poll and everything else that you like in comedy. Uh, the second thing is on December 19th, come to the Hayworth Theater. Lon Cantata is producing a big benefit charity show for a great charity called No Kids Hungry. So come to that show. We got an amazing lineup. A lot of your favorite comedians, of course, the Spanglers and some special guests, all sorts of great fun stuff. You can go find out more information about that. If you go to laughstub.com and type in gosh, because the name of the show is gosh, this is festive, which we named just to piss off Sean Conroy and Eddie Pepitone for that matter. Uh, Amber fully supports it and is in the show. So come check out the show December 19th and enjoy the rest of today's program. We are back. You are listening to the Jamie Flam Love Chronicles. <laughs> Uh, it is a podcast that just started tonight. <laughs> Many more episodes to come. Uh, we have a very special guest with us tonight uh, here on the show. Very funny comic. Mr. Guy Branham is here. Good to be here. Welcome. Hey. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that was uh, a good what did you What did you think about all that guy? You heard what Jamie was talking about. Um, I enjoyed how late seventies, early eighties sitcom the whole thing was. <laughs> yes. uh, I believe it was the plot of at least one Growing Pains, <laughs> and I think that you owe it to yourself and all of our careers to actually have both of them there at oh, once no. and make it work somehow. <laughs> That's definitely a great checking in. <laughs> Have you ever been in that situation? Not remotely. No. Um, just in that I, I don't have Jamie Flam's game. Um, I, it takes all of my powers to um, to entice one young man back to my home. Um, and if you did have two interested gentlemen on the same evening and you were gay, you would just all fuck. Okay. <laughs> it's not a problem. Because it's an option. The rules are different. It is. When everybody's got a penis, it's just a game. <laughs> No, I've had that situation where I'm like doing a show and two different girls show up and I'm always so like I don't know what to do. It's I just stressful. Yeah, and then it all works out fine. So it'll be fine. <laughs> well, I told you like I, it's it's survival just, of the Jamie, fittest. In the end no one will love that you. That's the like, answer. Uh, I, I date right. regularly. I just want everyone to know that I have people who are I just want to be clear <laughs> that uh I don't know if I ch- ever no, checked I didn't, this. No, that's not what I'm saying, that, because I have had that happen, and I'm just trying to tell them that it'll work out fine. You there know? was a, a time, like, five or six months ago, where... That's usually what we're talking about. <laughs> but no, there was a, talking about June? You know, I, again, like, I don't date all that much, but I was kind of dating this one girl, and but she showed up at the improv one night, and there was another girl I was flirting with, but she showed up, and the girl that I was kind of maybe, but not really... Pulled me in the back and it was like, when I see you talking to girls, I want to slit their throats. <laughs> and it was like really dramatic and like, what? She's now in jail. Yeah, that's a red flag, Jamie. I will, of course. <laughs> but ever since then, I'm like, I, I like that she had yeah. such a specific thing she wanted to do: slit yeah. their throats. That is making me. She's scary. a. Uh, she's like an assassin. Uh, all right. Speaking of <laughs> slitting people's throats, Uh-oh. we wanted to. Talk I was th- never convicted. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to talk tonight about fandom, about being oh, a fan, and that's your tie-in. Like, is that like a Selena reference? What am I going to say? No, it's not a reference to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say, speaking of this thing, here's this thing that has nothing to do with that thing. Uh, I see. Um, it's called skillfully guiding the conversation. <laughs> that woman who played the president of her fan club, I've never been able to watch her in any other movie without thinking she killed Selena. What else, what else is she, she in? I don't know. Mexican lady roles <laughs> of various sorts. <laughs> housekeepers. Um, that movie's amazing. Other housekeepers. <laughs> Guevara. Uh, Jamie. Yes. Tell us about being a fan. <laughs> oh, I'm a fan of a lot of things. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know why I started with that. Um... I um I have talked about it. But I was in a lot of fan clubs, but set the scene. What month is it? <laughs> um, definitely. No, March. I didn't know you were in a lot of fan clubs. Well, remember the Tom Petty and the Heart Clubber, uh, the Heart Clubbers the, break, the, the, the benchmark, Ben Montage, um, <laughs> Ben Montage. <laughs> I was in the Akbar and Jeff Fun Club, which is Matt Groening's thing. Um, big into Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Where, have you um, ever met him? I did meet him, but that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> my Jay um, Leno set up. Wait, no, you ever meet him? <laughs> um, what was that like? Okay, never mind all that. Um, I was really into hip-hop, as I've talked about extensively on the show. Mm-hmm. But my first year of college, I was really into underground scene, and I had a fucking hip-hop underground rail... Uh, it's called <laughs> the Underground Railroad. Hip-hop underground railroad. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like was one of the kickingest ways to make it to Canada. <laughs> Harriet motherfucking tub, man. 
<laughs> um, for the record, my um, co-host was not white. Oh, it was okay. a show. Oh, yeah, had a show on KCSB. Again, you're, you're being very blurry. Yes, <laughs> specify. I had a, a show on the radio. Show? Okay. Yes, a ra- radio show once a week. Um, on your college radio station. Yes. Mm-hmm. And okay. it would be at 2 a.m. The first time I did it was 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. It was hell. Sweet spot. And then I moved up to the midnight spot. Um, but I was really into hip hop and I'm sorry, if it's college radio, <laughs> two AM to four AM or four AM to whatever, <laughs> that's when most people are awake. Like, <laughs> like in, you don't really want the drive time shift <laughs> on college radio. <laughs> it's seven thirty AM. If you're on your way to macro economics, give us a call. Um But the weird thing about being really into underground hip hop, especially at that age, I was like, look up to these rappers who now in retrospect they were all just broke. Dudes that lived and in LA, like exactly your age. Yeah, and in the same way, like I look at like if I went to a comedy club when I was twenty, and, like I saw any comedian, I was like, well, they're clearly must be rich. Yeah, and when you look they're back, you're like, no, they were just dudes that were struggling. Um, but I was really into um, a group called The Far Side, um, who are an LA-based hip hop group, and they were coming to play a concert at the college, and <laughs> I was there. <laughs> For the concert, the spaces between these words. <laughs> Other weird spaces. Just very hesitant to get his <laughs> yeah. own story out. And by the way, we should say that there was some confusion before the show when you said you went to a Far Side oh, yeah, concert. We and I thought, and Amber thought you were talking about the car, the Gary Larson cartoon, <laughs> that lady cow who wears yeah. pearls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and funky. You had to clarify that it's P H R P H A R C Y D E, not right. F A R S I D E. Yes, they were coming to play a show um, at Santa Barbara. You see Santa Barbara. Passing Me By was their biggest hit. Big hit. Mm-hmm. They're just celebrating their 20-year anniversary of that album, which is fucking insane. Great album, by the way. Bizarre Ride to the Far Side. Coming up next <laughs> oh on the Underground Railroad. Okay. Um, you had a gift. Why did you, why did you give that up? <laughs> like, why didn't you follow that passion? <laughs> and be an, uh, like a DJ? Yeah. Okay. Coming up next. <laughs> Bizarre ride to the far side. No, it really was like it was terrible. It'd be like me trying to be down. It'd be like lots of like check it, check it out. Coming up next. <laughs> Are there tapes of this? I have tapes of it. I'm like you need to you guys in 300 years <laughs> on classical music stations. <laughs> they're going to be introducing underground hip hop from like the 1990s <laughs> with that NPR voice. <laughs> Check it, check it out, y'all. Word to your mother. It's DJ motherfucking Jamie. No, I was the little slugger. The little slugger. Little slugger. That's so. So cute. you totally, you totally got what rap nicknames were about. Oh yeah. Be as adorable as yeah. possible. Self-deprecation above all else. Bottominess. <laughs> still, I wouldn't put it that way, but I get what you're saying. There's still people that are like, "Hey, what's up, little slugger?" Sure, the far side says that. Yeah. Um, hey, what's up, little slugger? Where you been at? I've been be keep checking the college radio station. You're not there no more. Did you graduate? <laughs> Did you get your BFA ago. with fine arts? Now Steve went on to be. Okay. So what happened, Jamie? So it's just I have this mortifying memory of being at this far side show, and you know the place is packed, and at the end of the show. They had been giving out like these little posters, and the far side was signing autographs uh-huh. on these posters. And I was in the front row and just handing this little poster to be signed by them. 
And there, there was a bunch of them being signed. And anyway, they handed it back, but some girl behind me thought it was hers. But I think in retrospect, it was hers. <laughs> and I fucking ripped that thing out of her hands. And she was like, what the fuck? Like, and I'm like, this is mine. I literally just got like this... Ugh, like verbal little battle with this girl over the stupid ass far side that Fat Lip had signed and Slim Kid Trey, um, and it ripped. And then it was like just I don't. Th- and then and then they handed back what I think was mine. Did you give it to her? I I think she had left mad at that point. Oh. I don't know, but I just had to like, why do I? Care There's no so redemption much about in that story. No, I'm going to hell. You tore up some poor girl's <laughs> poster. I mean, when you break it down, kind of. But it wasn't that vindictive. I, I, but it was, was it like like tug of war for a while? It, yeah, it was kind of like just a tug of war. I'm like, oh, whoa. Man. What up, man? Oh, no. <laughs> that was her saying that? Yes. What up, man? <laughs> Come on, man. That is fucked up, Jamie. Yeah, it was, it was bad. You were fighting with a girl. <laughs> well, now you're like just trying to get her ratings up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Also, that's condescending. <laughs> yeah. Women are human beings. They can fight. I yeah, would absolutely. punch Amber for the sake of gender equity. And you have. <laughs> I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. I know she would have probably kicked my ass because I'm not good at fighting. I would have liked to see that. <laughs> I just... Lil Slugger isn't good at fighting. <laughs> no, Lil Slugger needs to always have like a, like a black eye. <laughs> Permanently. <laughs> and a backwards baseball cap. And overall. <laughs> so did you continue to be a fan of the far side after that? Or did that change your perspective at all? No, I'm still, still a fan of their music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it definitely it, it made me realize that... Some things aren't worth it. No, definitely not. <laughs> I still have the... Shreds. No, I think she got the shreds. Oh, my God. Oh, you got the other poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she was gone before that. I think certainly I would have handed it back Were to people her. around you? like? Well, there's so many people around. I don't think anyone saw or oh. cared. But uh, anyway, if you're, out, if you're out there listening, girl. Was she wearing shorts? Um, no, but brown hair. Brown eyes. All right. And but she does now shop at Trader Joe's. <laughs> yes. Because everyone fucking shops at Trader Joe's. And Such Amber a good line. was right. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good pickup line. I think I've you seen you at actually at the West Hollywood Trader Joe's. <laughs> Which one? But yes, of course you have. <laughs> I am a gay man. You have seen me at the... <laughs> I'm there every day. The last time I went to Trader Joe's, two different Trader Joe's workers were like, hey, Amber, <laughs> were you off last week? <laughs> two different ones. It's a problem. But anyway. All right, speaking of people <laughs> knowing who you are, Amber, mm-hmm. tell us about fandom. Is that better? <laughs> yes. Good. Um, in high school, I was a ginormous fan of Mitch Hedberg. I beg your pardon? And, uh, and I somehow be- turned a lot of people at my school onto Mitch Hedberg. They didn't know who he was, and I... You got to check this out, man. <laughs> I got these underground tapes from Comedy Central. <laughs> but um, so like in my yearbook, if you read my senior yearbook, like almost everyone signed it with like a Mitch Hedberg joke. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was known for. Right. You were uh, known for somebody else's jokes. <laughs> yes. yeah. So after the show, we're like, let's go talk to him. And uh, every one of my friends went up in a line and like shook his hand and like got his autograph and like, like. Shot the breeze. Is that the correct yes. sentence? Exactly right. What are you stealing from Jamie's lexicon? <laughs> it's actually shot in the breeze. <laughs> Never mind. It's a sh- but like 
they would have a an actual what, what month is it? <laughs> a lot of the gals October. and fellas went up and shot the breeze with them. <laughs> um, but they would all like actually have a conversation with him. I froze up. I didn't realize that I got starstruck at this point. Mm-hmm. I um, everyone took their turns taking a picture with Mitch Hedberg. I have a picture of him with him. I could show it to you next time we see each other. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. not going to believe it until I see it. <laughs> I do want to read your yearbook though. Just because I love Mitch Hedberg jokes. <laughs> and have a nice summer. Like interpreted like four parts removed yeah, yeah. by high schoolers. Yeah. Um, so I literally sat down next to him. Someone took our picture and I got up and left. I didn't say a goddamn word to the guy. My, um, my friend Anthony, who later became I know my Anthony. boyfriend forever. Humphrey um, Zergart. I'm sorry? Humphrey's Zergart. Yeah, you know him too. Everyone knows him. He's going to be in town soon. You might meet him next week. He's going to be in town. I don't think so. I'm having a birthday party. You should come. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, he literally had Mitch record his outgoing voicemail message. Like they had like rapport. And I was just like, no, I'm doing this so wrong. Well, I don't agree because I think probably out of all the people there, you were the one who had the most reverence for him. Right. Right, so it makes sense that you would be the one with the most difficulty approaching right. him and treating him yeah. as a real person. To my friends, it was just some guy. Yeah, who might but have to been you, it was like, my... "Holy shit, this yeah. is fucking Mitch Hedberg." Yeah. You know? So that I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, that's. Nice. And who knows if you would have talked to him and something was slightly wrong with your conversation, mm-hmm. might have changed your whole perspective on him, and he might still be alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, he killed Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> I mean, that's a big leap, Jamie, but... It's probably true. It also makes a lot of sense. <laughs> a butterfly flaps its wings going, in Asia. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's chaos theory, right? Like, that was that's... a really good Ashton Kutcher picture. <laughs> the butterfly effect. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I saw him after that a couple of times, and you could like see his drug addiction get worse. Really? Like, in his performance. It was sad. Bummer City, way to <laughs> end things on a high note, Amber. Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I thought that was a good story, and I like the fact that you were into him when you were in high school. That makes me a little bit respect you. Okay, what? <laughs> Let's get into this. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. Okay. Guy. Yes. Tell us about fandom. Janine Garofalo, 1996, the University of California at Berkeley. Wait outside. Well, we have to fill a certain <laughs> amount of time with this show. No, so no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to something. Uh, no, 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 I'm gonna be punchy and get to a lot of material. I'm not gonna generally tell you what the month is, but it was November, um, 1996, 1996 or seven. Um, and like she's kind of huge at that time. No, she's very, very big and really is sort of like the heart of me being in love with stand up comedy. Like I'm watching too much Comedy Central at this point in time and falling in love with a lot of people. Um, but sh- she and Julia Sweeney are there and um, I like wait outside for a very long time until they absolutely have to leave and then they they leave and I sort of follow for a little bit and she's weirded out um, <laughs> and then they like walk off in a different direction and I don't know what to say so I just said hey do you know Anne Bancroft <laughs> <laughs> and since then did you know Anne Bancroft no was I, just, it like- I was also obsessed with Anne Bancroft oh, okay. at that time it was like I had nothing I didn't know what to say um, and it, it like, do you like shrimp tempura? 
<laughs> it was, and also just being like gigantic, creepy guy doing that. Yeah. And let me tell you, did you have hair back? I then, wasn't. Guy? I I I had hair that was leaving. Okay. And and I wasn't the snazzy dresser that I am now. <laughs> like I hadn't. It's difficult to believe, but this is me all gayed up. Um, <laughs> and back then there were a lot of jean shorts involved, and so. <laughs> It was terrible. Um, and then, like, a couple of months later, she did a show there that I went to. And I, like, went to go get an autograph. And, like, she didn't give me an autograph. She just sort of, I'm like, the one who asked you about Anne Bancroft. <laughs> stared at me. And it's it's weird because, like, this is a human being who is, like, in our lives. And, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, and it is for me, ju- like, like, the number of times I've passed her in West Hollywood. And she doesn't know who I am. But I've just gotten this, like, oh, God, please don't talk to me look and now the fandom has metastasized into (laughs) what the fuck bitch it's not 1997 anymore i don't care like to hear this i don't care that you're on sv or you're on criminal intents like um it's have you ever told her that story like i've never dealt with her directly first of all why would she not give you an autograph i it was like weird there were like there were like time pressures and stuff like that but like it broke my little heart yeah um and now (laughs) This is going to sound so stupid, but like um, a couple, like a year ago, maybe I was at a party and Karen Kilgariff was there and she was also one of my heroes at the time. And I was able to go up and have proper take you by the forearm and say what she meant to me. And Girls Guitar Club. Yes. And like, and now I know her and she's my friend and like, that is fine. Like this other thing was what it was and, and this is fine. And there is something weird. There's something weird but kind of awesome about as somebody who's a fan of female stand-up comics so many of the people i really looked up to in like the 90s or 80s like dudes went off and got shows and ladies got writing credits in houses in the valley which means that like wendy liebman is a human being i can talk to you mm-hmm. know i just sort of realized like oh jesus christ like i could book carol liefer for something like <laughs> carol liefer's around mm-hmm. To that i'm now going to tell a different story about fandom <laughs> but wait let me just say this okay so you you have some kind of resentment towards janine at this point yes right like yes at this point it is just sort of and it's not about her it's entirely about me as mm-hmm. fandom always is well we have uh, a surprise I, for you i was gonna do that <laughs> no because i i, I open I, that I, door I will say i feel like janine to me she seems like a genuinely humble and kind person yeah and so it's just unfortunate that you had that kind of experience with her. Like I, I, I just as a side story about Janine, I had lunch with her last week and yeah. the waitress at the restaurant that we were at said, this is insane, said, do you still do stand-up? And Janine said, um, yeah, I do. I do it quite frequently. And the, the waitress said, yeah, I'm a stand-up too, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it for much longer because my boyfriend got me knocked up and he doesn't want to keep the baby. So I have to move back to Houston what? where I have a support system. Really? And Janine, I, I, I couldn't look up. I just kept eating because I was going to go like, what the fuck are you doing? Janine was very gracious. And she said, you know, there's a great stand-up scene in Houston. So if you want to keep doing it, like, and I just thought that was so like, Jesus, nice. So at some point you guys will. And the thing is, is like she's she's not a human being to me, and I completely understand that. I'm I'm not making this about she's not her. Too high of a pedestal. Well, I mean, it, it's just the fact that I've never directly dealt with her, and that's one of the things that comes along 
with like being on a television is people are going to have a relationship with you and you don't know them and you right, don't know how right, to deal right. with well, this them. This is what I was talking about with Amber and Mitch Hedberg is that sometimes when you do try to interact with these people that you don't really know and something goes a little bit sideways, then all of a sudden, like you said, it metastasizes into what the fuck? You well, know? it was very valuable for me to realize like when the point in time came when people started recognizing me and stuff. Because um, I've been on television, you guys. <laughs> of just sort of like, oh, it's my responsibility. It is my responsibility to run this interaction because that person is not used to this interaction. Mm-hmm. But I have this interaction periodically. So I'm going to need to – because they're going to be excited and they're going to want it to go on. And like being able to say when it ends, like being able to say, all right, this was lovely. I like you so much. This is great. We have whatever we have in common. And then – end that because it, it can't just keep going and they're going to kind of want to keep it going um i, I am at this trader joe's all the time so <laughs> if you want to see me again please well then there comes the sadness of just sort of like people who used to be so excited that i was at the starbucks near my house are just sort of like used to me being at the starbucks in the house by my house and, and they're a little bit like oh why aren't you magical and doing something fancy or mm-hmm. or better Okay. Well, and I like the leaving on a high note because there is yeah. also something sad about the other way where you're like, hey, I'm a big fan. And then that person keeps talking to you and you're like, oh, you don't have anything else going on in your yes. life. No, it's terrible. It's deeply embarrassing. And look, does that happen to you all the time, Amber? It's happened. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, guy. Okay. Here's my story. It is 2000, uh, 2005. 40-year-old virgin, opening night. I am, like, at random, open mic um, on Cahuanga. And I'm like, oh, there's a movie theater near here. I'll just go to a movie afterwards because it was, like, an early open mic. And I went and I got my ticket and I couldn't get it for, like, another couple of hours. I haven't lived in Los Angeles very long. I don't understand what the arc light on opening night of a movie is. Um, So I'm there just sort of, like, killing time in a little gift shop in the arc light. Some good books there. And I look up, and there was a ridiculously hot guy, and I'm, like, looking at him, and then he's with his lady, and I'm like, I probably shouldn't look at them because he's with a lady. And then I – what was – I recognized Rumor, Tallulah, and Scout. Like, I did not recognize (laughs) Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore, but when I saw Rumor Willis's face, I was like – Oh, God, it's them. And that, like, because I was, like, scuzzed out. I was wearing, like, a, a G4 t-shirt because we had <laughs> just gotten done with uh, with E3. And, like, it was weird. And so I, I like... how everything is just, <laughs> like, bingo, you know? <laughs> G4, E3. <laughs> bingo! Um, I'm sorry. I used to be a respected video games journalist. Sean, you may not respect that, but some people do. More power to uh, you. Um, so then, Seriously, more levels. Keep going. <laughs> I, like, um, went and was, like freaked out and like i killed some time at borders because like i hadn't been able to get my ticket for like another couple of hours close now come back and once again in the little sort of like gift shoppy area i have listening to they might be giants just trying to be in my own space and not freaked out by the fact (laughs) that that there are fancy people it was a compilation album (laughs) um so i particle man particle man i look up and michelle trachtenberg is looking straight at me. We are two feet away from away from each other. I am a gigantic, bald, nerdy-looking guy <laughs> in a nerd T-shirt. G four and, and Michelle Trachtenberg, like at, in the middle of Buffy times, is looking at me with a "Oh Jesus Christ, don't recognize me!" Like I just oh ple- I don't not right now. I don't need this. And I'm like oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'm just like rolling. What? The, why can't I just go see a fucking movie in the place where I live? And like I walk away from that and immediately just into a 
parcel of best week ever, people. And I realize to you, Sean Conroy, they're your personal friends and blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit. But can, I, me, can I tell you what I would have said to Michelle Trachtenberg? What would you have said? I would have said, I find you very attractenberg. <laughs> I'm going to get my flow back. <laughs> I'm right there in the middle of it. That's my job is to interrupt the flow. Um, like, it's terrible. I like, go in. I watch the fucking, like, the movie is lovely and I enjoy it. And But there is just sort of like this residual thing of like, I am constant. Like, yeah, like everyone around me is these people and I, I don't know how to deal with that. You know what uh, I would have said to the best week ever, people? What? You would have said, hello, it's me, Sean Conroy. Your you guys close just made friends. this the best week ever. <laughs> uh, you would have said, hello, Paul. <laughs> and then this... Lunch yesterday was lovely. <laughs> uh, because... Sorry, I can't see you tomorrow for lunch. I'm having lunch with Janine Garofalo. <laughs> um, after the movie, I walked outside and like a kid immediately walked up to me and said, are you on X-Play, uh, the show on G4 that I wrote for? So you're one of them. Yes. It was like a magical moment of like, ugh. This is not like I can I can do this. I belong. If, if people are recognizing me, this is all fine. Fandom, <laughs> fandom works both ways. Yes. Mm-hmm. By the way, I worked at uh, Tech TV. Oh, you did? I worked in the international department, and I would uh, take X Play and other shows and make compilations that we would then send to places like Israel. Israel X Play was huge in Israel yes. for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. It was yeah. a fun place to work. Fun little fact. When did you work there? 2001 and 2000. <laughs> Small <laughs> talk. Small talk. I've worked a lot of places. Like Name where? one. Name them all. Uh, Manhattan Savings Bank in Eastchester, New York. Uh, Wadley Junior High School, 114th Street and Frederick Douglass Boulevard. You I know, I had lunch with Frederick, Frederick Douglass last week. <laughs> well, you know, Frederick most Douglass. of your opinions about Frederick Douglass, <laughs> may Frederick. I say, misguided. <laughs> Frederick Douglass loved Jamie's Underground Railroad show. <laughs> Big fan. Called him um, a lot. <laughs> no, I also think, I got, I got to call this out, guy. Okay. Because you did a thing in your little rant there yes. that I remember you from open mics doing all the time. Yes. Which is calling me out by name. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know what that is. That's a thing you do, though, It's right? a power play? Yeah. Yes. Like, whenever I was at an open mic, if Guy was on stage in the middle of his set, in the middle of one of his jokes, he would go, Sean Conroy. And oh. I was always like, what is that about? I've seen that See, from I, many people. I've seen you do that to a lot of people. And I always, like, am like, I hope I'm one of those, like, name drops <laughs> someday. Like, I always thought of it was as, like a like, a love note. It is. Also, it's a power play. Right. Also, your name is just super Irish, so it's fun to say. <laughs> It was always like I was always like, "What is going on there?" You know, I'm I'm attempting to maintain a, a, a like dominant focus, a dominant relationship with my audience. Yes, right. um, it's it's about maintaining. And you do that focus. now? Do you do that in like club sets? Like identify somebody by name and waitress. then keep calling them by name? <laughs> yes, <laughs> not waitresses. Like I feel like I saw you do that recently. You were just talking to some guy, some... and then you kept referring back to him throughout your yes, set, right? Yes, like, I'll talk to maybe a couple of people, but I'll generally have one person who is my like my helper, um, right. some rube. Um, I guess I'm just some rube. You're making the magician show a secret. <laughs> uh, all right, well, this feels like a good place to take a break, so we will do that, and we will be back in a moment. With a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. <laughs> that was that was Jamie doing his tracheotomy impression. We'll be right back. 
back. It is time for a segment on the show that we call Parting Shots. Let us start today with Amber. I knew it, and I almost have something. Amber was ducking behind the microphone as if I couldn't see her. So my dreams are coming true. I've been in love with dancing my entire life, Mm -hmm. but was scared to, like, never thought I was good enough to do it with people actually watching. Um, as an adult, were you on? Uh, oh, as an adult, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, and even when I was on dance teams as a kid, I was always so hard on myself. Like mm-hmm. my mom always would like, I'd be like, I'm the worst, and she's like, You're the worst of the best. Get me another bottle um, of whiskey, <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> but uh, recently, I formed a comedy dance troupe called Liquid Feet, and uh, <laughs> they're amazing. <laughs> we have a performance. I have to run after this mm-hmm. at the Little Modern. Um, and we did our first multimedia performance on Tuesday at the Holy Fuck three-year anniversary. And it was a lot of fun. We opened the show. But it, it was kind of terrifying because all the performances we've done before have been very um, welcoming audiences. It's yeah. basically our friends. So it's like, hey, our friends were being silly and dancing. Mm-hmm. And at Holy Fuck, there was definitely going to be strangers there. And for a second... I had the junior high, like, oh, my God, they're going to think I'm a nerd. Like, they're going to make fun of me. But um, it was so fun. Mm-hmm. And I loved uh, It's so fun. How did you recruit these people for um, Actually, Tamara Brown contacted me and Dave Child and said, hey, do you guys want to do a dance team? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, absolutely. When we rehearse, I leave, like, floating on air. I'm an adult. And we just, mm-hmm. like, are like, no, I think it should go five, six, seven, eight, like, for two hours. And it's the What's awesome about it is how committed you guys are. <laughs> like you, you think comedy dance troupe. You think people are going to be ha ha. I'm not really. No, you guys sell it, and it's amazing. <laughs> I don't like how you start counting from five. That rubs me the wrong. I'm sorry. Way. Do we not understand how an eight count works yeah. here? Five, <laughs> is this six, of, six. Is this one of one, those two, podcasts? three, four, five, six, seven, eight. But in dance, you start on one, and so you would count down with five, six, seven, eight, and then you start. That's how dancing works. I think you got to go one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, and then you start on one. Because otherwise, you don't know what comes next after eight. How do you know it goes back to one? I'm coming from a completely different angle. Let's hear it. Seventy-three to seventy-seven. <laughs> You're talking about the year. <laughs> yes, 1973, 1974, 1977. Uh, which makes it weirder. Now, Amber, if somebody else put together a comedy dance team, mm-hmm. would you have a dance-off with them? Ooh. Absolutely, in a second. I'm fucking throwing my thing. Okay. What's Conroy, uh, you and me? <laughs> yes. I think that would be amazing. That would be amazing. And by the way, if you're not watching us on the live <laughs> feed, Guy just held my hand for a second when he said that. <laughs> It was a very touching uh, moment. No, but it's it is no, really fun. No pun intended. One of the it's kind of exactly what guy said, but one of the best. What's going on with your eyes, Amber? Are I you don't crying? Know. Yeah, I'm getting really emotional talking about dance. Um, one of the best like backhanded compliments, but absolute compliments that we've ever gotten as a dance team is that somebody was like, "I thought that it, you guys really try." <laughs> Right. Like they thought uh, it's just like it wasn't good, but you guys are certainly trying to be good. Well, no, I mean I think that speaks to your point yeah, yeah, that yeah. it looks yes. like they're really working, not and, and that's, taking it that's seriously. That's what we're going for. Taking it's, their it's, comedic dance it's seriously. Earnest dancing. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going for. Um all right. Let's go next to me. Mm-hmm. Here's my parting shot. So guy, the last episode that came out, actually no, two episodes ago that came out. You're doing was, the same thing to him, though. 
Guy Brown. No, no, that's because I'm explaining Power to him. <laughs> okay, let me. Here's what happened. A couple of episodes ago, we had a mailbag episode, Guy Branham. And uh, no, there was, a, there was a, a listener who wrote in a terrible email about what a fucking asshole I was. Uh-huh. And I read it aloud. And the response was overwhelming. People were very kind and, and tweeted to me and sent emails to the show and posted Facebook messages and it was it was really very sweet that everybody was so supportive um but it was it was funny because everybody was like you're an integral part of the show and what's so funny about that to me is like that was never the issue to me <laughs> the issue was why would somebody hate me that much you right. know um but i don't know if you saw that the guy himself wrote a letter i definitely did not he wrote that. an email uh apologizing and saying he was really drunk when he wrote that email and he couldn't believe it when he heard it on the on the show and he felt terrible about it. But I should think about the way people perceive me and change my actions accordingly, <laughs> which I love because it's like it's kind it's not a non-apology apology where somebody goes, I'm sorry that you were offended by what, by what I said. Yeah, but he really was felt bad about how he said what he said. But he was like, but this is what I really think. You are kind of a fucking asshole. <laughs> So uh, anyway, I just want to say thank you to everybody. Yeah, thank you to everybody for <laughs> for being so uh, so kind and supportive. I really really appreciate that. Okay, Aww. let's go next to. Here's what we're gonna do next. We're gonna go to Guy Branham. Um, <laughs> I don't fully understand how parting shots work. I know um, that's happened. That happens. But I would just like to say, he's gonna hate. Um, <laughs> also, everyone on the internet matters less than a human being unless they're saying something nice about you. But still, they matter less than a human being. Like, one, you just have to, you have to let it go, guys. I've seen. Let me tell you, as somebody who writes for ladies in the entertainment industry who mm -hmm. are so frequently torn apart on the internet, and I watch these gals get so upset about whether people are calling them fat or saying that they look forty-seven, um, and it's just like. Anytime I post anything on YouTube, someone's going to say, that guy is gay and super fat. And that's going to happen. And I need to move past that. And, like, you got to love the one you're with. And yourself is the ultimate one you're with. Whoa. I don't even have to do my fucking laying it down. I think he Sean Conroy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who you were talking to until the very end. <laughs> he wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I would Certainly. never call Jamie by his full name because it's just too much to call him. It's too much fun to call him Flam. <laughs> I love calling him Flam. You call me Jamie Flam, no? Uh, I, like, I prefer calling you Flam. I'm getting a lot more Flam. I get there. a lot of Amber Kennys from Guy, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Say it all, Jamie. Yeah, parting shot. Um. I, oh boy. <laughs> you had this whole time to be ready to speak, and now you're just speechless. In the apartment next to me, I'm surrounded on either side by there's a 90-year-old woman. And on the other side, I would say like a 70-year-old man. And I rarely see Hello, that Hello, threesome. <laughs> um, that's Let's the real love triangle. Let's make a Jamie sandwich. <laughs> Her name is Blanche, too. Which is Jamie, so will you be the creamy filling in our Oreo? But this guy, I've seen him maybe four times since I lived there. I like that you started to say three and then changed it to four. <laughs> it was definitely four. Um, and the only time I ever see him is when he kind of will knock on the 90-year-old woman's door to kind of check in on her. I guess they know each other. Checking in. What do you have for checking in? <laughs> I was, in July. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my bathroom 
I, didn't oh, I like where this is going. I'm fascinated to know where this is going. Yeah. I, didn't I like really... it so far. So you're in the bathroom. Making bathroom. <laughs> in the bathroom. I've never heard it called making bathroom. No, he was literally making the bathroom. Oh. I'm making bathroom. Um, reading. It was one of the best MTV series ever, making the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been reading the Steve Jobs biography. And um, Jamie, oh, God damn! That was that was that was like deep in learning about Apple One, or no? Um, yeah, Apple One. No, make sure it's right. Maybe it's ma- <laughs> anyway. I started hearing noises from I think his bathroom is attached to my bathroom, and it was like like this. He summoned a demon. There was fucking every like ten seconds, and then there would be three minutes, but then more of that. Hold on. It took you that long to make bathroom? Come on. This was like a 15, 20 minute. (laughs) You need more fiber in your life. I'm going to suggest that that both of you are gluten intolerant. (laughs) And that caused the noises and your time. Well, sometimes like I'm done, but like I just. You're just having such a good time. I don't want to. This is a great book. That's very stressful on you down there. area. I've never had dealt with a. all right, finish the story, Jamie. <laughs> That's kind of it. Just like, and then I never. Wait, got why to... did we know, need to know there was a woman? Ever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I always I... assumed all of Jamie's <laughs> stories are reading comprehension questions, <laughs> so that you can figure out which parts matter. <laughs> I just be able. To learn, was there a woman in that story? <laughs> Technically, <It's>... yes. <laughs> Painting a picture on a canvas. <laughs> So we can all it's appreciate. Like, it's a tone poem. <laughs> so she had nothing to do with anything that you were talking about. Unless she, he was trying to communicate with her, <laughs> not realizing. Through her. your bathroom? <laughs> Through my apartment. It's probably just the plumbing, no? <laughs> it might have been just the plumbing, now that I think about it. Anyway, um, I hope he's alive. Um, <laughs> guy. I hope he's alive. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of something. Before you do your last part of your parting shot, Guy, did you know that you were uh, part of the fabric of the long shot a while ago? No. Yes. How was that so? Well, Jamie came in for an episode once and said, I saw a comic having a mental breakdown on Fairfax Avenue. That was weird. Oh, that seems like me. It was you. You were not having a mental breakdown. But what was so funny about it to me was that he just drove by (laughs) and kept on going and was like, Ah, that's happening. And just well, no, I contacted you about it. What was what, what was going? You said on? you were just eating Ethiopian food and <laughs> you were uh, digesting. I didn't know. I didn't know what I saw. I was driving. I was like, there's Guy Branham, and then I was kind of passing, and you just I don't know. We never mentioned your name. Why but... did it seem like I was having a nervous breakdown? I, no, I just couldn't tell what I, you were doing. I don't know if you were yawning, Guy. During that episode, I tried to get that information from Jamie. <laughs> Four or five times. And he just said he just seemed like it. And well, I, I should always know. seem like I'm having a nervous breakdown. It's very true. There <laughs> well, was a 90-year-old woman on the sidewalk, <laughs> and it seemed like you were having a nervous there were, breakdown. There were three dogs. I'm sorry. Like, in a post-Ethiopian food situation, though, I don't feel as though I, I would have any blood anywhere but my <laughs> stomach to be like, that's going to be when I'm at my most sated. That's going to be when I'm just ready to like have some quiet me time, maybe read a Steve Jobs book for 15 minutes. <laughs> Make some bathroom. No, but I was just driving yeah. past you and I didn't know what I saw, but then I, I was looking at my phone and I couldn't find your number. Uh-huh. And I think I emailed you the next day and you're like, no, I just ate Ethiopian food. <laughs> I mean, I may have been singing a pop song to myself for no particular reason. <laughs> Umbrella, Ella, Ella. <laughs> 
uh, welcome to the 90s, okay? <laughs> We've got One Direction now, Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> uh, but well, actually, I should mention, too, um, in 2001 to 2005, I had a, a comedy blog called lunchboxing.com. And that was kind of my first kind of foray into just producing and writing and making comedy. And Guy was one of the first contributors that I'd never met. I, I, I don't know how you found the blog. Through Spiegelman. Through Mike Spiegelman, right. Yeah. And um, started submitting articles for my comedy blog. And this was like before blogs were really even... It was just one article. It was a review of the trailer of Made in Manhattan. Oh, right. man. I gave Is it that all, Jennifer Lopez? I gave it a very positive review. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for the trailer. For the trailer. Nice. I thought you wrote more than that, no? Was it? Maybe I did. I don't I know. There's two or three. Look it up, lunchboxing.com. No longer online. <laughs> Jamie, finish your parting shot. Scrubbed. Well, guy, you kind of did it. You gave a really awesome uh, kind of inspirational. But that was specifically related to something. That wasn't like. Uh, um, could you impart another inspirational <laughs> nugget of truth, something that gets you through your days? He asks all the guests, and it's usually this hard to understand what he's saying. In Joan Didion's essay on self-respect, she says, at fundaments, self-respect is a question of realizing that anything worth having has a cost. Boom. Guy just dropped the mic on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, at fundaments? That's, that's me saying. Like, it's base level. Just sort of like self-respect. I don't know why I need to use words like that. <laughs> fundaments. <laughs> Hey, if it exists, why not use it, you know? Uh, all right. Well, this has been The Long Shot. Please, uh, uh, do you have a Twitter that people can find you on? At Guy Branham. G-U-Y-B-R-A-N-U-M. Yup. Okay. Uh, so look for Guy on Twitter. Um, at Long Shot Podcast. That's our Twitter. I was about to say .com, but it's not .com. Um, and please give us comments. People have given us a bunch of comments recently and ratings on iTunes. So oh, nice. let's keep that going. That's we, we need that. Um, and that's it. That's this was we had this. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Out next time. of fuel. <laughs> Must Jamie, podcast. is that camo? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's beautiful. <laughs> I think that's a perfect ending. <laughs> For episodes both past and future, join us online at www.thelongshotpodcast.com.